What's happening, Reraw Nation? Welcome to a sales meeting. I'm your host, James Hoff, and we are going to jump into agent referral networks on this uh, on this episode here. So thanks for tuning in. If we haven't met before, uh, go back and listen to our introduction episode. Talks a little bit about me, my history, and uh, what you can expect out of this podcast. So it kind of gives you the uh, the whole rundown of who the hell you're taking advice from and why you should listen to it. Um, I'll give you the brief summary. It's because I'm still an active practicing real estate agent with a whole bunch of experience and success. And uh, then it tells you more about the show and uh, what you can uh, what you can expect to get out of it and what types of uh, show formats we have and whatnot. So anyway, check that out. That's uh, our episode zero from way back when. Anyway, today I want to jump into agent referral networks. You know, we're in this really weird spot where we just like we have this idea where if if we just pick a random agent that's within our brokerage to show our our love and support and our pride and our, you know, our good blood because we we bleed the color of our brokerage through and through that we have made the best possible decision and uh, and we're good to go. And that's honestly not how you build a referral network. And, you know, the, neither is the popularity contest stuff that goes on on Facebook or any other social network for that matter, where, you know, we just, we, we post something and any person who, the person who gets the most shout outs, the most votes, if you will, from other folks or the most tags, uh, ends up being the one that you call, or it turns into, uh, there's only one person whose name is shouted out or the first person whose name is shouted out becomes the agent that we you know, we pop a referral lead to. And that's also not how we do it. This idea that we can just send referrals to random agents and and build a successful and fruitful and productive referral network, quite frankly, is just ridiculous. The most qualified agent isn't necessarily the one in your brokerage. The most qualified agent isn't necessarily the one who gets the most upvotes or tags or whatever on on a social media post. We've got to spend more time earning that cut. You know, just like in our real estate business where we talk about having to justify our commissions, what's the true value of your service? You can't show up to a listing presentation and say, well, one of the things that makes me special is I have uh, over 100,000 agents in my brokerage that are all going to be working to sell your house. First of all, that's bullshit. And second, you know, that's just not real value. Yeah, you and everybody else that works at the same brokerage or you and, you know, everybody else that has access to the MLS will syndicate with hundreds or thousands of websites at the click of a button. You know, it's not the it's not the automatic work. It's not the automated work that comes in uh, into the equation to add value. It's the stuff that we do extra. It's the manual work that uh, that others don't do because other agents only leverage the automated. And I would critically say the same thing about real estate agents who go on social media, find the first agent who gets a bunch of tags or the first agent who is bold enough to make a call or send a private message or, oh, they're in my same brokerage. So, you know, here's my brokerage specific referral network. It's ridiculous. It, it, it's it's the lazy way out. And I want to give you some pointers today on how you can actually build a positive and productive referral network that will feed you and your business and get you even more referrals, not just from that agent, but from the client that you referred over and over and over again. So let's talk about it. 
All right, Rerun Nation, listen up. I'll get you back to the show in a sec, but I got to talk to you about something real fast. Whether you've heard me say this before or not, hear me now. There are two things, not one, but two things that agents need to have on their own to really control their own business and be truly independent. The first, you've got to be able to lead gen for yourself. And the second, you need to own your own systems. That's right. If you're deep in the weeds of whatever CRM website or tools that your brokerage provides, then you just don't truly own and control your own business. And if you don't believe me, let me tell you, you can try leaving that brokerage and see how easy it is to take it all with you. Trust me, I've been there and it sucks. But I've got great news. Here at Reroll, we've invested in building something just for you. Our new contactical system is built on enterprise-grade software and includes everything you need in a system to run and control your real estate business. And this isn't some affiliate deal either. My business partner and I put this together and managed it ourselves. I actually had it built for my real estate business, and now it's available to you. I want to give you a 14-day free trial. Just head over to reraw.com forward slash CRM. You'd probably call it a CRM too, but really, this thing is a full-on business management system. It includes a simple CRM and an app for your phone to go with it. You've got your agent website. Actually, we give you unlimited sites, single property pages, lead gen, landing pages, funnels, all of it. It gives you the automation you need. You can leverage that for lead gen or just to set up your drip campaigns. And if you prefer more personal interaction, you can send one-off manual communications too. We include a dialer for both inbound and outbound calling, reputation management tools, personalized online schedule, and more. It's just great because Contactical has it all. It's powerful and comprehensive, which allows you to consolidate multiple services into one and really save a ton of money. And it's got more features, by the way, than you're probably going to need when you start. But here's the cool part. It's one flat price. So you can grow your business over time and not worry about spending more dough to unlock extra features. It's all already in there. Anyway, I'll get you back to the show, but first, go get your 14-day free trial. No setup fees or contracts. Just head over to reraw.com forward slash CRM. Get your free trial, invest in your freedom, and finally, take control of your business. That's reraw.com forward slash CRM. We'll see you there. Well, we already know what we do wrong, right? We already know that one of the biggest mistakes we make is just pushing people to whomever wins the popularity contest. But what can we do to build more productivity? Let's think about it for a minute. Does it make sense to actually call agents and talk to them? Does it make sense to you know, find out more about the business that the agent does, how committed they are to their clients, what type of structure they have for their team or for their uh, for their partnership or as a solo agent, where do they primarily focus? What geography are they in? What type of production do they produce? Are they a high performing agent or do they, uh, where they, where they're already stretched thin and, uh, and, and they're not going to have time to work with the client? Are they a team leader where I'm going to refer the, the client to the team leader, but all of a sudden I didn't realize that the team leader shelled them out or, or pushed them off to one of their team members. And now they're, they're going to be working predominantly with the showing agent. And I didn't get to talk to that showing agent. These are questions that we've got to ask. And then one thing that I think we all love to overlook is 
what's best for our client. Isn't that great? Like we always, we always think first about the paycheck. Well, I shouldn't say we, cause I don't, I think about what, what's in the client's best interest. And I hope you do too. And in the event that you don't, that's okay. We're learning together. That's what this is. It's a growth opportunity. And in, in the event that you do keep your client's best interest at heart all the time, this is a good refresher and a reminder to hold yourself accountable and keep yourself in check to make sure that you don't cross the threshold of going, uh, I put the paycheck in front of the client, right? We got to put the client first. That's how we get paid. But see, there's no reason to, there's no reason, first of all, to be saying that you are deserving of a certain amount of commission and you're, you're owed this much if the quality of the lead sucks and if the person that you're picking is just a random agent that uh, got a lot of, a lot of tags. So I want you to start off first by going to the very, the very beginning and the source of where the deal's going to come from, which is who? The client. So I want you to think about the client. I want you to think about their needs. I want you to ask your client, ask your the person who you're going to refer to somebody else. I want you to ask them what they care about. What is it that's, when, when you work with me, what's the most important thing that I as an agent bring to the table? Because I wanna find somebody who can serve that same kind of need. And then I want you to think a little bit about what kind of personality does your your client have? What kind of personality, uh, what, what kind of things do they care most about? Are they fun-loving? Are they kind of serious? Are they short on time or do they like the small talk on the side? Or do they like the play-by-play and the attention to detail? Are they a little, you know, a little bit more loose with that stuff and they're not as worried? They just kind of, you know, they'll show up when it's time to show up. What kind of client do you have? Because you've got to take all this into consideration when you refer it out. If you've got a client who is, they, they want the play-by-play and you send them to an agent who says, well, I'm experienced and they're going to have to work that I want the way that I want to work, that's not necessarily going to be a fruitful relationship because all of a sudden your client's going, hey, listen, I want the play-by-play and this asshole over here just told me that I'm just going to have to shut up and deal with it because they don't do that. Look, we all have different ways of working and the way that you work and the way that somebody else works, there, there's not a wrong way but there is a right way for the client. And we gotta think about what the client wants, what the client's needs are first, because that's what's ultimately going to get us into the goodness. That's what's gonna not only make sure that we give the client a good experience, but that we actually get thought of because of the good experience that the client received, right, and went through. A lot of times what we do is we shell the client off because and, and all we think about is, is like, well, this agent can close and I'm definitely gonna get paid. When in reality, before we even think about whether this agent can close, we need to think about, are they going to close because they're just going to force the deal through? Or are they going to be able to close because they're going to cooperate and get along with the client? Because we don't want to refer to an agent that rubs the client the wrong way. And then we don't actually get our referral fee because not because the deal didn't close, but didn't close with the agent that we referred the client to because they just, they didn't get along. It didn't work out. They didn't like the level of service that they were being given. There were conflicts with, with uh, what the client was expecting of the agent, what the agent was willing or able to provide. We got to think about that stuff. So I want you to put your, um, I want you to put your, your client's needs in the forefront of your mind before you even think about the agents and, and where you're going to go. Okay. So think about your client first. Okay. Ask them what they want, what they care about understand what their availability is. And you know what? If you really want to try to justify a higher referral uh, percentage, 
Here's a here's a pro tip for you on the side. Do the qualifying on the front end. If you're going to generate a lead out of state because maybe you do a lot of referral business or out of area, that's great. There's a lot of a lot of agents I know personally that generate full-time income off of referral business because they focus on generating the lead. But one of the reasons they can justify a higher percentage of commission in those referral fees is because they say, hey, the lead is fully qualified. Not only did we vet them, but they are already qualified with a preferred lender or, or they're a cash buyer and we've already verified their income. We've, we've got everything down. By the way, I've already talked to them about their availability. Here's when they're able to see properties. Are you able to accommodate that schedule? What's the sense in referring a client to an agent who says, well, shit, they're only available on Tuesdays and it just so happens that I fly on my private jet to show houses at the uh, the northern part of the state every Tuesday. Like you don't want you don't want to put them in a failed position, right? So understand that if you not only ask your client what their what their needs and wants are, but if you go through that qualification process on the front end, you can actually justify a significantly higher percentage commission, sometimes two, two and a half times what you might get otherwise, where you actually could in theory, be receiving the majority of the commission, but it's because you're essentially looking to hire a showing agent and someone who can, uh, you know, push the paper through on the contract, right? They're not doing as much work. What we, we underestimate the amount of work that goes into preparing a client for a purchase or sale. And the more that you can be involved in that on the front end, the better your chances of getting a higher percentage of commission. With that said, make sure what you're offering is, is something that uh, the other agent can swallow. And it's certainly not worth charging a higher percentage of commission to the better agent if that better agent is not willing to work. Like you don't want to give the deal to a lesser qualified agent who can serve your client at the highest level. Because remember, protect your client's best interest first and everybody wins in the end. If you focus on who can give you the most commission and it's not about who can serve the client on the highest level, then you've already started off the wrong way, which is why we start out with our referral opportunity by making sure we understand everything that the client needs. Then the second thing you're going to do is I want you to I want you, you sure ask for ask for who's in the area, right? Reach out on social media, ask other agents that you know, uh, reach out through company networking resources that you might have access to to figure out, you know, what agents serve the area. We don't just know everybody everywhere, so I'm not suggesting you don't put your feelers out online. But what I'm suggesting is that that not be the only thing that you do. It's a it's a gross mistake to do that. So what we want to do is put the feelers out. And then the, the next step in that is you're going to reach out to a few of those agents, right? And you're going to interview them. You got to, you, you know, a lot of agents go, yeah, yeah, you can send them my way. What's the fee that you want? Okay, yeah, perfect. Just send me the paperwork and we'll go. And I sit there, I'm like, whoa, 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 geez. That's like, you're trying to sleep together on the first date here. Like, we're not all good yet. I got some questions for you. <laughs> like, I want to I wanna know you a little bit better. Talk to me about your business. Are you a solo agent or, are you, or do you have a partner? Are you a, a solo agent or are you operating a team? If you're operating a team, will you personally be handling the lead or are you going to pass this off to a showing agent? If you are going to work with a showing agent, will, will my referral still have your involvement? How long have you been in the business? What's your sales volume? How many deals have you done? What percentage of your business comes from referrals? And the agent that says, dude, I don't have time for this shit. Guess what? They're not getting your referral. We have to start caring about the, the, the client in a way that, that, that's, in a way that it's reflected by, by who we select to refer them to. 
Because I want to call my client and say, hey, I have two people that might be good for you. I have three people that might be good for you. Here's a question. The one I like the most is actually a team leader, but they might have a little less time. There could be another agent involved on their team. And I know you said you really want to work with the best, and I, but I think this person, the way that, the way that they understand the market and, and all the things that they've uh, told me about how they operate, I think they're going to be the best fit. Now, the other, the other agent I really like, a little less experienced, um, kind of quirky, and I think the personality trait would, would fit you well because I know you guys have the same silly sense of humor do you have a preference on who we start with, right? So now all of a sudden, I've gained, I've gathered enough information because not only do I understand my clients' needs and wants, but I've also I've also vetted the other agent. I actually put the time into it, not just qualifying my client, but earning, literally earning the referral fee. Everyone thinks that referrals are just like free money. It's not that way. I mean, I guess in a lot of cases it is, but that's not how we build successful referral business. We've really got to make sure that when we're building our referral business, we care tremendously about the agents that are in the network. Now, in an ideal world, you would have agents in every city, county, you know, township, whatever, like, (laughs) you know, like every little area that you can imagine. Um, And you'd be able to pick up the phone and, and call any of them at any time and you'd be good to go. But it's a gradual expansion as there's a need in a new area. We just say, cool, let me, you know what, let me reach out to my network and see who I can connect with. Would you bear with me, right? And I'll, and then that's when I start calling agents. That's when I start, you know, conducting interviews, asking those questions. Sometimes I don't want the most experienced agent because I don't know that they're going to be able to give them the time that they need. Sometimes an agent with lesser experience in the business doesn't mean that they can't appropriately navigate the deal, but they absolutely have more time to invest in my client. But I let them know, I let my client know on the front end what they're up against so that the client can decide, hey, I want you to know I've interviewed a few people and here's what I found out. Does one of these sound better to you than the other? Okay, perfect. Why don't we start there? And if it doesn't work out, let me know and I'll bring in the backup. That way, if the if our client decides they don't like the first agent, we can we ourselves can move to the next agent and still get a referral fee. See where I'm going? These are the things that we've got to think about. We've got to interview the agents. We've got to qualify the client, right? And then we got to put our hands together and earn the referral fee. These are the types of questions that we've got to ask. Those are the types of those that's the type of mindset that we have to have as we approach this angle of the business. And then here's what you ultimately can grow yourself into. Because well, let me back up. What we want to avoid is just anybody that puts their name out there is someone we would we would refer business to. Right? What you can grow into is eventually having a network that's strong enough where when you ask the agent, hey, like what percentage of your business is referrals? Okay, great. Are most of your referrals inbound, meaning you receive referrals from people like me? Or do you also refer business out? Oh, great. Where do most of your referrals get referred out to? What geographies? Are any in my area? Okay, great. I want to start building a referral network where It's not just about reciprocation, but I want to make sure that uh, I have a strong enough relationship with them where I'm recognizable, not just because of some popularity contest and some asshole always sees me tagging them, so now they're going to tag me, when in reality, we've never even spoken on the damn phone. We just built this alliance online where it's like, if you tag me, I'll tag you, and then we'll be all good to go. Cool? All right, great. Let's do it. 
That's not productive. I, there's a lot of agents making great money that way, but that's not productive. That is not the way that we earn a place higher up on the public perception of real estate, right? That's not how we improve our image in the public eye. We improve our image in the public eye by, sure, take the quote-unquote low-hanging fruit and get the referral fee, but do a little bit of work. Pick up the damn phone and ask some questions because what you want to grow into is being able to say, cool, like I have this entire state covered with referral agents that I can I can call up. I have a spreadsheet that shows me or a map, a, a custom Google map, for example, which you can customize. And um, if you didn't know that, check it out. It's fantastic. And you can custom tag it. You can do boundaries. Cool. This is where this one agent services. I want to have an individual agent and a team or a partnership. So an individual agent, a partnership, and potentially a team. You could have up to three, but at least an individual agent and a team in, in every geography. And you might even have an individual agent that's a guy, an individual agent that's a girl, and then a team that obviously has a mix, just so that you can make sure that you have the ability to serve your client's greatest interest, your client's greatest needs, right? We want to make sure that whatever we are, um, we want to make sure whatever their greatest needs are, we're able to accommodate. Some people say, you know what? I'd really prefer not to work with a male agent. Okay, great. Let me, let me contact yeah, that. No problem. I have a great agent for you. I want to give him a call, you know, and I'm going to call my, my individual female contact, or I'm going to contact uh, the team that I've got and say, Hey, listen, but they're really picky and they will only work with a female they had a bad experience, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying. Maybe they only want to work with agents that have dogs. It doesn't fucking matter. You get the idea, right? So we want to make sure that we understand that and we want to interview those agents and we want to make notes about those agents and we want to build our network in that way. You see what I, where I'm going with all this? Are you catching what I'm throwing? Are you feeling it? Is it good? This is the kind of stuff that we have to do. We have to do. We are required to do to show greater value in this business because you know what the worst call is ever on a referral? When you get that call from your, your client or your sphere person that you referred out, and if you're lucky enough to get the call, because a lot of times they won't call you. If they hate the agent you referred them to, they just are like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck has happened here? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not taking this. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not going to ask James for another referral. Give me a terrible one. No. But the worst call you can get is no call at all. The second worst call you can get is the call where your, your client, your past client, your sphere, whomever it is that you're referring, calls you up and goes, hey, what the fuck were you thinking sending me this agent? This agent's a jackass. You said that they're the best? Why? Because they've done a bunch of deals? Boy, they treat us like shit. That's not how it works. You've got to be more invested in your referral network than that. So I want you, if you see a a bunch of people being tagged in posts, if you see, I want you to call them. I want you to call the underdog. I want you to see who's going to give you the time of day. Because if they don't give you the time of day, maybe they don't care enough about the referral business. And you might say, well, maybe it's because they're that busy, James. Sure. But I've never met the business owner who is expanding their business and is unwilling to talk to valuable connections that can help them do so. And none of this bullshit about like, well, I have so my calendar is full. Guess what? I have personally spoken to multi-billionaire entrepreneurs, billionaire with a B, multi-billionaire entrepreneurs who still make time and have time in their schedule for people who can help them expand their mission. So you will create the time for those that you care about, 
And I would expect the agents you are referring prospective clients to to do the exact same. This is how we build a more fruitful and productive referral network. And this, my friends, is how we create stronger links where people in your referral network talk about you without you even knowing about it. Oh, you know what? I know of another agent who's looking for somebody in Southern California and they don't know James, but I know James. And if I say James is the one they should talk to, then that's the agent they're going to talk to. And all of a sudden your referral network gets bigger because they called you and then you got to interview them and then you get to understand what they're doing and how it's working and all that. Right now, some agents, and I've done this, uh, I have this, I have about 230 or so agents in a private uh, and a special private invite only referral group. Uh, and it's really, it's really fantastic because I have agents that you can, you can do this for free or you can actually charge agents to be in it. But I have agents that I can say, well, here's, here's where it's at. These are the, this is the area that I'm covering. This is the, if you need somebody and you're in my network, you're in my agent referral group, I've done the work for you. And that's why I can charge for this, right? I've done the work for you because I already know the best agent in that area. I already know the best agent that you should be reaching out to in that area. This is who you should contact. And if you're in my network, you automatically get access to the other agents in my network. So your network is the, the interview work that it's already been done. The, the characteristics, the, the, all, all the stuff that you need to know about the agent, it's already in there. You can build that too. And those are the types of things that are going to help you build a productive, uh, strong, and efficient, and fruitful agent referral network. I hope this helps you. Guys, remember, if you have any questions, email james at reraw.com. It's james at reraw.com. I'm your host. I actually get them. I get those emails, and I do respond to them. And then what we do is if you have questions, some of them are questions. Some people call or uh, email in, and they just say, hey, I just want to say it was a nice show or I enjoy the topic. Some people uh, reach out, and they, they say they disagree about something or maybe they offer a different perspective. And I just want to let you know, when you send those emails with comments or, or anything else, it, it's an opportunity for us to engage in, in more conversation on the show. Perhaps in a future sales meeting, it might be in a ramble. Um, it could come up in an interview with somebody, or maybe you end up on the show and we interview you and we talk about it, right? So these are the types of things that uh, I greatly appreciate and respect when you when you send a note in because it helps us uh, it helps us with content and it helps get different messages out and offer new perspectives and shed light on new things from different angles so that agents can just become better. So email james at reraw.com and do me a huge favor. Don't forget to smash a five-star review on wherever it is that you're listening to podcasts. Make sure you you smash a five-star review and please give us uh, put put the comments in there. Put put the you know James. I just I love the sound of his voice and you know he's he's definitely got a face for radio. Whatever it is, like I want you to uh, smash the five stars and give us a good review and then share us with somebody. Share us with someone else in your uh, in your locale, an agent that you respect or or somebody that you think could benefit from this. It'd be fantastic and we uh, appreciate you putting the word out. All right, that's what I got for you. I hope this was great. Uh, I feel the energy on your side is great, and I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for you. I wish you the best rest of your day and week ever. And uh, remember something, real agents work. Make sure you are one of them. Take care.